Hello, 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 and welcome back to What's So Special About Music Anyways, the official podcast. Now, I know it has been a minute, and my apologies, so these next couple episodes are going to be jam-packed, as it were, So, and that's that's the way we like it. So let's just jump right in. Um, the albums that we're going to talk about today all have this underlying connection, kind of, sort of, maybe, and um, but very different artists, very different ages of these bands, and especially sounds. So we're going to jump right in. So the first album we're going to talk about is The Killers Is. Um, that would be the plural or their, I guess, possessive version of Imploding the Mirage. Now, Imploding the Mirage on the breakdown is sensational. I think um, people will be apprehensive to hear this album at first um, because it is very different. It is not the hot fuss the killers that we know and love. It is We are not going to be jamming to Mr. Brightside in this. We are not going to be uh, kicking it to somebody told me. It is a different feel. So as we listen throughout the album, we hear that there is this 80s approach. And not 80s rock, even. It's, it's really like down-to-the-wire 80s approach to music. Um, they utilize a lot of chordal structures in the background to build this soundscape. And you've, um, you've heard me talk about that a lot if you're a follower and you've listened to um, past episodes. But... What they do in this is they create this like atmospheric sound that they build off of. This gives them that opportunity to have these new catchy melodic lines that we're singing and listening to, but the instrumentals in the background are able to um, create these minutes of um, ornamental um, satisfaction, I guess you could say. Um, they really are pushing what we know of their sound. and. In 2020, I would say before this release, you know, not a lot of stuff has really come out that has been striking or surprising. It's it's either been good or bad, and there's reasons for that. And but this album truly surprised me. I, I from the top to the bottom, I was like, this album is remarkable, and I wouldn't have pegged that it was the Killers if someone wouldn't have told me. And uh, pun intended. But I think. What is really awesome about this is the fact that it feels like you take the Killers' old sound that we know and love and then you build it into a nostalgic version of music that is kind of coming to rewrite a lot of people. And we're going to talk about this in the future um, bands that we're talking about today. But, you know, the 80s approach to music is very prevalent in 2020. A lot of people are bringing back those styles, those nuances, approaches to music. It's there. It's been there. And uh, the killers wanted to crack at it, you know. And I just, I think the way that they craft this down to the instrumentals, to the tempo of each track, to the way that it folds together, it's just remarkable. Um, I would strongly recommend including the Mirage to um, people who listen to all genres of music. It doesn't feel like an inherently quote-unquote rock album, and I think that will make this very diverse and... I really think it's an album, like, quote-unquote, an album for the people. I think it's something that a lot of people will enjoy listening to. And musically speaking, it's quite remarkable to know what the Killers have done and what they're doing with this album. And I would love to hear them perform this live one day in, in like, comparison to Hot Fuss, right? To see how they would switch just because it just shows the lengths and the spectrum of talent that this band has, so definitely check out Imploding the Mirage. 
the second um, album that we're going to be talking about today is um, called Conversations with Myself About You, and it is by a band entitled Lovely the Band. So Lovely the Band is, um, this isn't their, I think, believe this is their sophomore LP, so this is their second full-length album. And um, I haven't really listened to them before, so this is my big um, first chance at it, and I have to say I'm digging it. The, they're another one of those bands that are really marrying the alternative pop sound with 80s and this makes it sound very spunky in my opinion i feel like that's the best way to think it um think it not necessarily the best way to say that but the best way to imagine what they sound like without actually putting them on i will say shout out to their title track which is the first song on the lp it is remarkable and it really phones us in and puts us in that like mindset of 80s and it's not even it's not even gaudy. It's not even jam packed full of songs or rhythm or instruments in that first uh, moment. But it really does a good job of placing listeners where our brains should be to prepare to listen to this album. I I love a good concept album. I love an album that kind of takes me somewhere because I believe musically speaking that is very difficult to do so if a band can really pull me in and take me somewhere else for the duration of their album then I think it's good work even if it's something I wouldn't want to listen to all the time and that's exactly what uh, and how I feel about this album there are some singles or there are some tracks on this excuse me that I think could be like you know I'm gonna jam out to this today but I think this is more of an experiential album uh, for me personally, I there are moments that I think are well made and could be on a playlist, but for me, I think this one sits best as an album. So for sure, if you haven't checked it out, I would. It's something that's interesting, um, but I would say it's also not for everybody. Uh, that being said, we're going to move on to our last album of the day, and our last one is a little controversial, I think, and that is um, entitled Use Me by the band Paris. Now, Paris in their prime, which would have been White Noise Paris, top the line, and then the really long album name that I'm sure I will butcher that, uh, like butcher that came out in 2017. It's like All I Know of Heaven, bloody bloody blah, something like that. This album is extremely different than those. Um, now, Paris put out an EP in 2019 called Hallucinations, and um, the majority of those tracks are found on this LP, and we'll, we see that a lot in the music industry, where artists will put out an EP for to feel out a new change in style, because we heard that um, Paris was changing their style slightly with Hallucinations. And um, a lot of times, band will put that out, see how it does, and then decide where to go with their um, LP. So they must have thought they got the green light from this, because everything else on the album kind of connects to the EP but it really takes where the EP was going and then just goes like way the opposite direction um, in general you can hear the influences that were of the old Paris's aesthetic and characteristic sound um, you hear the alternative pop you know rock vibe that little grunge that um, edgy nature to the instruments kind and that kind of is in the background apart from the lyrics we're hearing how the band is setting up and approaching in supporting that lyrical line that is all done by like drum setting these guitars but in this kind of like I said, a grittier way. Uh, that is heard, but is extremely faint. Like, um, the opaqueness is very low, I would say. Um, in general, this album um, utilizes 
electronics and that's the it for it. It's very much a modern day pop record with a dash of alternative genre. And for me, that's really hard to say because um, I was a huge Paris fan when they were um, at the beginning of their career. And I will acknowledge that this record is not bad. There are things in it that I think many people who enjoy pop music and that is their main means of music listening will enjoy it. And I think this will appeal to more audience members as a whole. But... I think it does pull away significantly from the sound that they had started, which was so different than everybody was doing. And for me, it's a little bit hard. You know, I do come from the, if it's not broke, don't fix it, but I, I'm all about artist evolution, which I know is a contradictory statement. But I feel like the way they moved with this record was really left field. You know, I feel like it really took a shift that, um, almost we weren't prepared for and sometimes that's a good thing but I don't know if it is in this instance because in general the album has felt like it's been done before I didn't feel like I was listening to anything new it was new for Paris but I felt like the actual music could not size up with the pop music industry I do believe that if, our, if an artist is going to do pop they should do pop and if they're going to do alt pop they should do alt pop I, it's really hard I think to sit in the middle without being on one side or the other in those genres because most of the time it's going to sound generic. And when music sounds generic, people normally don't buy into it. And I fear that even though the music scene hasn't been, you know, quote unquote, as popping, you know, in 2020, um, I fear that this one will get lost in the wash. I, I really think there's a lot of female-leaded um, albums and led albums, my bad, um, that are taking the world by storm this year, and I fear that this one will fall to the wayside. Um, I know that's a controversial statement, but I'm going to stand by it because I, um, I think it was, I reviewed this one a couple weeks ago. I think it was at the beginning of September because, you know, I am a little bit behind on my podcast and I can't really tell you specifics about the album I can talk in general statements but the album to me is not is that not memorable and I think that speaks volumes of how this has changed for the artist because when somebody listened to white noise for the first time and of their sophomore release they knew that was different and it was something that stuck in their head um, but like I said, this is just for me. This is my opinion, and some of you might vastly disagree, and that's okay, but this is just the shift that I don't think the band should have made. And if they wanted to make it, I think a less drastic, like, left turn might have made it easier. I don't know. But with that being said, that is everything I have today. Stay tuned for more episodes to come, and as always, until next time. It's